each of us have a reason for money. Money allows us to evolve our soul's purpose and our mission. And when we use money to fuel our soul, we get more money to keep going. It's when we're using money out of alignment with our higher calling that money will dry up and make you pay attention to its lacking. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned by Human Design, the podcast dedicated to helping you use human design in your business from the ground up. You have everything you need right now to start serving the world with immense value and get paid to do it. In this podcast, I teach you how. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So this week, what I want to do is guide you through a practice that really just started with me trying to be better with my money. And not just budgeting better, but becoming more intentional and aligned with my soul's reason for needing and wanting money. And when I realized that money had a deeper purpose in my life other than to get me the things that I wanted, everything changed for me. Like I was no longer looking at money as this thing that kept me prisoner. Like either I had it or I didn't. I looked at money as a helpful tool, as a spiritual energy that when used in accordance with my life's purpose would open doors to a life I had always dreamed of, but never really knew how to actualize in the 3D. So this money code really aligns you to the energy of money with your true soul's desires, like your core wants. So your every action with money is in alignment with the fulfillment of that or not. So using this money code, I'm going to prepare you. It does require some radical honesty with yourself, first and foremost. So for it to work, you have to be really willing to do this money thing a whole new way. And you can develop your own money code and find yourself out of some pretty harrowing financial experiences just because you're living according to your destiny's reason for money. So my goal here is to help you understand how money is used as an energy resource for your soul, which, I mean, really requires the ego to get out of the way as much as possible. And hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll uncover your four unique energetic money codes that, if abided by, will reproduce more and more money coming your way. So I think the best way to get started is just to tell you my story. So I realized as I faced this lawsuit that my career as a registered nurse was literally being sucked away from me and there was nothing I could do about it. My bank account was drying up and I looked at like, I literally have a money issue and I cannot solve it by picking up overtime because this, this issue became more of an issue, not just because there wasn't any, but I had never seen this before. Like I had never seen the kind of drying up that I was in. You know, I'd gone through a divorce. I had gone through a bankruptcy. And if anybody, if you all know what that's like, like that is a scary, scary moment. Like where will all my money go? What's, how am I going to live? How am I going to survive? But this moment in my life was like, I literally cannot even 
understand how money is drying up in such a way, right? Because in the past, it would be tight. Like I said, I could pick up overtime and solve the problem, but it always replenished itself pretty quickly. But at this time in my life, it was like the well had gone dry. There was no more water. And like I said, nothing I could do to stop it. So it was about this time that I had been doing some work in 2B Magnetic's um, program. Um, I think it's called TBM. Like, I think she goes by TBM. I'm not sure you could look it up to find 2B Magnetic, but I was doing her work. Um, It was a workshop on money. And what I realized was that I had been using money out of alignment for my soul's purpose for far too long. And what was happening was the universe was drying up my money so that I could realign myself with the bigger reason for even being here on earth in the first place. So I found her work on the money code and I even sought out help with other money experts to find out like what could the underlying energetics be. Uh, I was told, well, you know, you, you really don't have a solid root chakra, like your chakra system is out of balance. And I mean, I had... You name it, I had talked to the person to find out what was going on with my situation. Um, But I kid you not, like one day I was just walking around my complex and it occurred to me, like I actually have never been out of money my whole life. Even when I was afraid to be homeless, I was never out of money. Even in my early days, I was never out of money. I would always be afraid I was running out of money. Like I'd gone through some pretty hairy times, but I'd never been out of money. I always had exactly what I needed. So what I did was I found a pattern as to what happened when I would find myself out of money. And this pattern that I found was enough to tell me that if I didn't do something different this time, that I would most definitely find myself in the same position over and over again, and it would just be repeating itself. So it was this huge awakening moment for me. So what I did was I decided, literally chose to believe that the human design chart and the gene keys had led me to my innate wealth energetic frequencies. And I looked at this chart as a way to roadmap my way out of financial worry and financial stress forever, right? It wasn't like, well, if this doesn't work, I could do plan B or C. It was like, no, this has to work, okay? So I saw all this untapped potential and I thought, why would I be given all of this limitless possibility only to be limited by expressing it in this world with money? So I thought, okay, that's an unparalleled, that doesn't make any sense. So if the chart was saying that I was this highly successful, driven, empowered, committed force Why was I choosing to believe that money was the thing that I was going to allow to limit my expression of this force in any way, right? So I started to wake up to the fact that money was not something I was granted if I did what others wanted me to, right? I had done that my whole life. And now I was in a legal system that very clearly said doing the right thing was not the way to get rewarded financially at all. In fact, I was being punished for doing the thing I was supposed to do, that I took an oath to do, I got all the certifications to do. 
So I questioned, what was the reason that I even need money other than to survive? Like if I knew I would always have enough to survive, then there had to be a reason more than just surviving. So I got into this question and answer session with my soul, right? I asked things like the things that you're going to hear in the money code. And I really found some profound answers. So this had been going on for about three months with you know, my soul. And what came out of it was the money code. And using it with my clients over and over again, what I have found is that each of us have a reason for money. Money allows us to evolve our soul's purpose and our mission. And when we use money to fuel our soul, we get more money to keep going. It's when we're using money out of alignment with our higher calling that money will dry up and make you pay attention to its lacking. This week's episode is brought to you by the Aura Accelerator. The Aura Accelerator is everything you need to crack the code on your human design and gene key experiment. This is the only fully equipped human design and gene key foundational online education that offers a complete breakdown on how to set up your own human design and gene key infused life and business. Start using the roadmap of your soul to find higher paydays, live in your purpose, and experience authentic relationships that come through living in your energy experiment. It's risk-free. If you don't absolutely love the Aura Accelerator, we give you your money back. Find out more in the show notes, and I'll see you in the Aura Accelerator. Now, back to the episode. Okay? So when I found my money code, and I started becoming unapologetic about living according to it, my entire financial life changed, and I literally have never looked back. And even when the family came back in to live with me, I was like, guys, we're finding our money codes. Like, we're not messing this up. I've done a lot of work to get to where I am right now, and now we're all adopting this. All right, so how do you find yours? Well, of course, we have a free PDF in the show notes. Um, So you'll want to grab that because it walks you through the whole thing for yourself. And just consider this an intimate conversation with your soul. And I'm going to warn you, to find your money code, you will have to get your bank and credit card statements out. And like I said, radically honest moments. Here we come. So for those of you right now who are like, oh my God, no way am I doing that. I cannot look at my money. I'm avoidant with my money. I cannot look at my income, my expenses. I cannot do that. Then this money code is specifically for you. You cannot not look at what is going on in your financial life. We can't get anywhere that we aren't willing to face first. So trust me, if you're wanting your business to take off, if you want to get comfortable on sales calls when people say they can't afford it or you know they have any objections around money, then you have to face your money code and get yourself straight inside this code. I'm telling you, it makes money so much less scary and totally puts you in control of your destiny with this resource. Okay, so let's get started. So let's start by saying that the money code isn't something you come up with because it's the thing you think you should be living your life by. It's the thing you should be spending or saving your money for, right? So this is these moments of we're going to get really honest with how you live your life and what you're allowing in that isn't aligned with your highest self energy. So let me give you an example. 
when I realized that I was out of alignment with my money, but I was telling everybody, like, I'm really healthy. Like, I work out every day, and I never miss a workout, and I'm, I just feel really strong and healthy. That was a lie because my money told me, well, actually, what you're doing is you're buying Del Taco, you're going to Wine Wednesdays, you're even having wine every night. Like, that's what your money is telling me is that you are actually not in alignment. So what you're saying is you're healthy, but your money is telling me that you're not healthy, right? That's like my soul talking to me. No, Danielle, that's not what's going on. (laughs) I don't know about you, but my higher self is really just very wise and guided energy. Like you're not getting anything past me. Like that may have worked on your parents, but it's not working with me. So I it was a come to Jesus moment. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that has to go, right? No more Del Taco and wine. The universe knows the difference when you're aligning to something that is for other people or due to an outside influence versus what you are truly aligned to because it's an inner calling. Okay, so if you're truly aligned to your health, your actions, your behaviors, and where you spend your money and your time will reflect that by what you put in your body, how you care for your body, and so on, right? So if you're just really motivated to stay skinny and your actions show that, you know, you're only making moves with your money in this area of your life when your pants don't fit, then that's your true motivation. And there's no shame in that. Like, If you want to be skinny because you like the way you look to be skinny or however you want to look, like just be honest with yourself. Like maybe it's not about health. (laughs) I promise you once you get in the keys and once you get into your experiment, you're going to realize that health is the ultimate, ultimate reason you're doing anything you're doing. Like I hear from everyone. It seems like almost every call I'm hearing from somebody who says, I've quit drinking Someone just told me they've stopped drinking coffee. I personally cannot do that. I have one cup of coffee a day. But I'm hearing from people that it's like when you get into this experiment and you're using this formula as a way of life, like the need for numbing out, doling out any of your faculties, as Garrett calls them faculties, is non-existent. You don't need it anymore. It's like, oh, I'm actually this person and I like being this person. So everyone just get used to it. So it's important to get really clear on your energy behind your authentic money code because we need to send clear signals to the universe to get what we want. This is alignment. So if you feel the need to be ashamed or embarrassed about your money code, then this is something would be perfect to come into coaching for, perfect to come into the formula for. Because there is no shame in anything that you're doing, that you have done with money. There is only shame if you continue doing it. So that's what we're doing in a lot of my containers is just, well, let's look at where you've been. You've made these decisions out of alignment. And so you're in the consequence of these decisions. And forgive yourself. We're using the paid method. Permission to be who you are and action moving forward, inner child healing. We're embracing forgiveness and we're co-creating with our next decision exactly where we want to go. So these money trigger journal prompts really do, I implore you to take like 
take a good hour of just sitting there with your higher self and just communing with her. So when I spend money, I feel, right? When I spend money, I feel abundant. I feel like there's plenty. There's enough. There's more where that came from. When I receive money, I feel, well, this might open a can of worms. Do you feel not worthy? Like I need to give something back. Like I need to spend it right away. Like it's not really mine. These are very revealing questions. When I save money, I feel, now for me, I feel responsible. And I mean, I had to go down a deep, deep hole with this whole saving money is responsible because, you know, what I learned about responsibility is being responsible is actually being responsible in the moment to act responsible. It is not like I've got to be responsible. There's like this characteristics I need to be. The act of being responsible is in the moment. Are you acting responsible? So that opened a can of worms for me. But when you save money, how do you feel? Do you feel like you have to hoard it? Do you feel like it's going to go away? Do you feel like you have to like make sure you uh, hide it from yourself so you don't spend it? Like what's going on? And then ask yourself, I worry about money when? Okay. Now, this is where a lot of you will come to me and be like, well, I worry about money when I'm not getting any, when my clients aren't saying yes, when there are no sales coming in. Um, You're putting all this um, power on money. And what if you just didn't worry about money when? So, I can't, I want to hear from you. If you guys are doing this money code questions, will you please DM me or find me in my Facebook group, Billionaire Beliefs by Design, because I want to hear what your answers are to these questions. I mean, we have so much fun in our groups talking about all these different things and the awarenesses that we come, these, these aha moments that come to us when we do these exercises. So I'd love to hear from you. Now, here's a good one. I wish money would what would you wish money would do? I wish money would. I'll tell you what I secretly wish. I secretly wish money would not be the thing that we all have to be in fear of. I secretly wish money wasn't the thing we had to exchange. I secretly wish money was just free for everybody and there was no fear around it. Then ask yourself, I'm happy when money what? When are you the most happy? What does money do to make you happy? Money is meant to fill in the blank. Money is meant to what? Now, in all of my plant medicine journeys, what I have realized about money is money is meant to empower. Money is meant to serve. Money is meant to hold you, right? So when you are in your feminine and you are in receiving energy of money, money is its masculine, this masculine archetype that comes in and saves the day. Think about it. You have never been without, ever. And when you allow yourself to wait on money to catch up to what you need, it always pays out. Always. 
So your job is to move into the receiving feminine. Money is meant to support me here. If I have to be here on earth and y'all want to trade money for all this value and service and blah, 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 and we aren't trading Twix bars for human design readings, then money is going to serve me, right? So think about it. And then ask yourself, what is the way that money comes into my life? What is the way that money leaves my life? Find patterns, find trends, and then ask yourself, I like to spend money because why? Why do I like to spend money? I know when I found the money line and I found my three line and I was like, oh, I'm this material being, I was like, yeah, I like to spend money, but quite honestly, I am not a spender on just crap. Like I like to spend money on quality. I like to spend money on experiences. I like to spend money because it gives me a... Um, a life that I can have with my family, my children, right? And I like to save money. Ask yourself, why do I like to save money? What is in it for me when I save money, right? And I used to think of saving as like this thing my mom told me to do, and so I would never do it. I'd be like, God, I am not saving money, mom. (laughs) Even after she died, was like, Nope, not saving money. I remember telling her when I was younger, I said, what are we saving for? What are we saving for, mom? And she'd be like, well, you know, a rainy day or a thing that a time in your life you can't predict. And I'm like, well, I think I'll just figure that out when it comes. And I mean, now that I'm talking about it, that was actually me acting responsible in the moment knowing my true resourcefulness, because the truth is I have always figured it out when the moment came, when the divorce came, when the bankruptcy came, when the short sale came, when the lawsuits came, like I have figured it out. (laughs) So now I like to save money (laughs) because I have a bigger vision and a money code that I adhere to. Okay, so I'm gonna go through some of these questions. Um, and you wanna answer these with like four, four answers to each of these questions, right? And, and you wanna just read the full question before responding and then really like just sit in contemplation about it. Just, just give this part of this exercise another 20, 30 minutes. So ask yourself, what do you spend most of your time and energy on? So when it's just you and no one's watching, what are you doing? List four of those things. What do you spend most of your money on? What are you budgeting for? When you think of wanting money, what do you honestly and authentically want to get with it? And you list the top four. Then ask yourself, what is most organized in my life? Is it my calendar? Is it my environment? Is it my garage? Is it my purse? Is it my bank account? Is it my social life? List the top four. How are you most reliable in your life and to what and to whom and when? List the top four. Kind of revealing, right? What do you spend most of your time thinking about? What fills up most of your thoughts? What do your racing thoughts go back to most? List the top four. What do you visualize most when you're dreaming about the future? What subjects? objects, things, people, experiences, list the top four. 
Now in social settings, what do you find yourself talking about the most? Or wishing you could say if you were talking about the subjects that interest you the most? What topics do you find yourself lighting up about when they come up? List the top four. Now, if life were a magazine, what inspires you the most? What would you find yourself clipping out the most? What subjects, what people, what things, what experiences, what tips, what tools? List the top four. And I like to say you can always go on Pinterest and use your social media like Instagram, your saved sections in Instagram, save these things. Um, And Pinterest is a great way to remind yourself of your money code. Oh, this is my money code. So when a distraction comes in, uh, that's not in alignment with where I'm going. When you think of your long-term goals, what are they? What are you wishing for or manifesting in order to have the life that makes you the happiest? Now list the top four. And when it comes to time online, what do you love to learn about the most? What do you find yourself researching most? What nonfiction books are you reading? What YouTube videos are you watching? What blogs are popping in that you can't wait to read? List the top four. Okay, now, after you've listed all of these elements, you want to look at the four elements that you listed the most. So what is the core essence beneath all? all of these questions. For example, okay, so my money code is luxury, right? Which that word literally just means security and having more than I need or want at any time. So that means I can travel when I want. That means that we buy organic food. We are just in a luxury living, right? My next one is my spiritual health. Like nothing ever comes between me and my connection to source and my higher self. My spiritual health is above all. Next is my physical health. So the truth this time, like no more wine and Del Taco, Danielle. We are in Pilates. We are always figuring out ways to move our body. I am very highly attuned with yoga and my diet. Like I'm drinking my green juice all day long. So that meant in the early days before Garrick was making me my green juice every day, I was spending like $35 a day on green juice so that I had fuel for my coaching calls. Like that's all I ate. I ate, I call them peanuts, but they're really pistachios and green juice. That is what I basically eat all day long. And now I'm on a, I'm on this salad with browned chicken. So it's got to be browned in some butter and salt and pepper. And I have these Garrick cuts these tomatoes. And I just said to him the other day, I said, is there, does a tomato taste different the way you cut it? He's like, yes, it does. I'm like, wow, because I'm not a huge tomato fan, but right now I am loving these tomatoes. So anyways, I digress. But my physical health is numero uno. I realize that huge if I am in a business of service, which that is, this is what lights my soul up is to serve and to be an example and to say, y'all can come with me. It's awfully fun over here. Then my physical body needs to radiate that kind of health. My sleep is paramount. 
My water intake is paramount. Moving my body is paramount. And I spend money to make sure that I get that as priority one. Now, another money code of mine is truth. Oh my gosh, what does that even mean? Yes, truth. So I am always guzzling up content that just screams universal truth. That's why I love David Nagel. That's why I'm always going all the way into this plant medicine stuff and trying to figure out like which is the way to the truth. It it screams money to me. I don't know why. That just channeled through. It's truth screams money to me. So the truth of who I am is I love being an MG. I love educating myself. I love going all in on the experiences that I'm having. I love traveling. I love loving my family. So I spend my money on those things. Like I am in coaching because I love coaching and I love being coached and I love rising to the next level that the coach sees in me. That is a, we were talking about it. I go, that is a business expense we will always have. We do these weekly. What we do is we look at our money weekly, personal and business. And I'm telling you, if you want an exercise that will really emotionally regulate you, look at your money weekly. And then be effing proud that you're doing the work that not a lot of people do. Stare at your money and be like, yeah, and, and there's room for more. And I'm fine right where I am, no matter what the number is. I'm literally emotionally neutral around money. So that is my hope for you. So what is your authentic money code? What areas of your life does your soul need money to evolve and create more life? You come up with four of those areas and then you adhere to your spending with those areas. So once you have that code, run them through these questions. What are your greatest challenges and lessons? Okay. So this will show you where you've been living out of alignment of your money code or where you have low self-worth. So for example, my greatest challenge and lesson was, oh my God, I don't need uh, to be a nurse anymore. I don't need a certificate or an RN badge behind my name. I don't need all of those things anymore. And I have been relegating out my the power of who I am to the healthcare system, to a, a body of work, the registered nursing, and no offense of, for all of you in healthcare, literally no offense. I was a nurse for many years and I loved being a nurse. And now I just get to be in a different kind of health care. Now I get to be in truth health care. But I realized that, oh my gosh, my greatest challenge was this nursing career. And I have been living out of alignment in this way for, I mean, when I woke up to this, guys, it had been years. And I do not want that for you. I do not want you to wake up and be like, oh my God, I've been doing this for five years too long. One day too long is too long. And then ask yourself, what in your life are you still taking part in that doesn't align with your money code? Are you saying you're healthy and you're down in Del Taco drinking wine. If you feel called out, it's okay. I have compassion for you. Come see me in my groups. 
We hold you in that compassion. We heal that inner child in you that just didn't know, just didn't know. Where do you experience shame, embarrassment, or guilt in your money code? Okay, I could be kind of embarrassed about luxury being one of my money codes, or I could say, well, I'm lucky to be in a space where I choose luxury as my existence here, right? So anytime you're feeling any shame, embarrassment, or guilt in your money code, this is where you need to start to decondition and elevate your energy to your higher frequency of expression. Because guys, no one came here to be quote unquote surviving and broke or can't get to the next paycheck. Like no one came here for that. I remember thinking too, in one of my walks around the complex, was it just my soul's mission and purpose to be broke and poor and wondering how everyone else did it? And a resounding no came in. No, that is not what's happening. What I, what I was experiencing, and maybe you are experiencing at this moment, was I was experiencing the law of polarity. This is what it looks like in this end of the law, right? Law of polarity says where there's um, a right, there's a left. Where there's an open, there's a close. To everything, there is an equal and opposite. So what I was recognizing was I was in the um, lack end of the spectrum of abundance. So wherever you find yourself now, there is an opposite end to that. And don't you want to find what that means for you? Okay, so take inventory on your life. Find the discrepancies of alignment and create a roadmap or an action plan on moving into alignment. So when I figured out, oh my God, I've got all this debt, um, I got to get myself out of these decisions I made, out of alignment, how am I going to do that? This wasn't something I could do overnight. But what I did was I made an action plan over six months, eight months. I can't remember if it was six or eight months I did this. But I'm telling you, I aligned to my money code. I was unapologetic. I was like, nope, we're not doing all of those things that Danielle used to do. And I pulled myself out of $30,000 in debt, I want to say in three months. It was definitely less than the time I originally planned for it. I saved my home. It miraculously went into, I got to refinance it and all of these beautiful, it was even better than the original loan. And the key to all of this working, right, if you're making this plan, this is what I'm going to do with this money, this is how I'm going to spend it, this is how I'm going to, um, you know, pay off my debts, do this, do that, the other thing, is you have to do what you say you're going to do with your money. So we like to get distracted, at least I do. I get distracted, and I don't know if that's just an MG thing, but I'm like, oh yeah, I have this whole plan, I'm going to do this thing, and then money will come in, and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do, we're going to go travel, we're going to do this, and I... I'm always brought back to with our weekly money meeting. No, this is what we're doing with our money. Guys, I'm telling you, if you look right at it, it is easier to operate your life from a money code than it is from a budget, than it is from what other people are saying you need to do with your money. And I want to hear from you. Does this resonate with you? Are you going to use the money code? Now, head to the link in the show notes and grab your money code if you haven't already. 
because we're doing a lot of money code work in the Billionaire Beliefs by Design Facebook group. And I would love to meet you, love to get to know how you're figuring all this content out for yourself. We're having a blast over there. And I can't wait to see you inside one of my rooms. All right, everybody. Until next time, cheers to staying wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. If you are ready to turn your purpose into profit, it's time to empower yourself with the tool of integrity that is the high frequency formula. Head to the link in the show notes to find out how. I'll see you on the inside.